0: I don't know. I do
1: Yes indeed, there are more questions than answers. Like why is it the most beautiful things in the world cannot be seen or touched? At least that's what the restraining order said. Hi America, hello world. (laughs) My name is Adrian Lee and I am your host. Welcome to the show, More Questions Than Answers. The only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week my guests and I will search the world's newspapers websites and TV shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment we will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the mysterious, Strange Supernatural Unusual bizarre, and just plain weird if you have just tuned in especially to hear the show then I admire your taste if you have just tuned in by accident then I admire your luck I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains with the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. So, snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror extra points will be available for shock and all value to help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates i will employ what i've called the inappropriate bell. an example of this would be the panel have no idea what's coming and i have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show so let me introduce my guests firstly the mysterious and adolescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years with her own team called Hellhound Investigations. <laughs> all the ladies in the background, everyone, oh, first drink of the night. That's Michelle Corrie snorting away. Your, oh, two for the price of one. Every week, week in, week out, they do mime and actions to put me off while I'm reading all this out. Michelle, you've gone blue. You need to breathe there sweetheart. Okay. There we go. Deep breaths. <coughs> Everything possible to put me. I was doing so well. You were. This was so professional at one in point. We had to be it. stopped. <laughs> Heather Morris does all of her best work in the shadows. I do. This is why we can't have a podcast. This is where it's no good doing actions. We're on the radio. See how that worked. The medium of <laughs> mine just isn't going to work. It works
0: for
1: she me. is now. <laughs> well, I'm glad something is, Michelle. Yes. She is now one of the leading audio and DVP experts with the International Paranormal Society <gasps> and brings her mime skills and research to tonight's show. Sad news this week. Oh no. One of Heather's friends fell into a reupholstering machine. But thankfully, they're now recovered. Oh, my God. (laughs) I love this show. I love. It
2: wasn't me. This show. I'm so not recovered.
1: I also wish to introduce (laughs) the mad and crazy (laughs) Michelle Corrie. She was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle put her phone on aeroplane mode on her way to Kentucky this week and it dragged her out of her seat. Welcome to the show, Michelle.
2: Thank you. It's great to be back.
1: This is season two, episode 110. Oh
2: my
0: God. 110 wow. is
1: a leather clad plush number with a fear of flying with three uh, OFPs, would you believe?
0: Really? It's yeah. a very
1: recidivist number. Are you giving 100%? 110%, Morris?
0: Of course. Are you giving
1: 110%? 150.
0: 100,
1: well, we're not on show 150. We're on show 110. Then I'm giving
0: 110.
1: In a survey of 44,000 people, 110 was the lowest number that wasn't a lucky number or anyone's favourite number.
0: Really? That makes huh. me sad. Oh, poor It makes me
1: wonder know. why people chose things like 107.
0: Or 133.
1: Exactly. But then that wouldn't be the lowest one, would it? That would be higher than one (laughs) hundred (laughs) and ten. The American education system, as we live and breathe, we should adopt one hundred and ten. We should should. adopt that as our number. I feel bad for him.
0: That's like a computer code for something, isn't it?
1: Why can't you be more like your brother? One hundred and nine, obviously, had all the breaks. Oh, yeah. Got all the lucky breaks Mm. in life. 110. Wasn't so lucky, unfortunately.
0: No.
1: What are your lucky numbers then? Go on. I've never asked this before. What's your lucky number? 73. That's a bit random, isn't it? (laughs) Well, you know what's coming next? I didn't ask, to be honest. Why 73?
0: It's my favourite bingo
2: number. (laughs) Yes. 69. Come on.
1: (laughs) Michelle, what's your lucky number? Three. Three. Is there a reason for that?
2: I just like it.
1: Three is the luckiest number. Mm-hmm. In Chinese culture, they believe three to be the luckiest number because it's the least amount of sides required to make a shape. Mm. So six is then double the luck. Nine is triple the luck. Six, six, six in Chinese culture is the luckiest number you can have because it's double the luck, double the luck and double the luck. Oh,
0: that is true. You
1: see where we go. 17 Seventeen's my lucky number. It's the date of my birth and seventeen is a very lucky number in many cultures, but that's yeah. the one. Also, number 10. I look out for the number 10 because that was the shirt number I played in when I played semi-professional soccer back in the day.
2: That's a forward, isn't it? I
1: was given the number 10 shirt. Yeah, it's uh, centre forward. Mm-hmm. The creative See? the creative player in the team. Mm-hmm. This is where the we are. The brainy one? The one that's read a book. Ah. <laughs> if you dialed 110 in Iran, Germany, Estonia, China and Japan, <laughs> the police would come running. That's the number you need to call if you get your purse snatched in any of those countries. In the Bible, Joseph and Joshua both lived until the ripe old age of 110. Wow. Now, for possibly the first time anywhere in the world in the history of the earth and the universe... The oldest people to accomplish things, amazing feats, MQTA quiz. Oh, God. Or the T-O-P-T-A-T-A-F quiz, as I like to say. <laughs> Excellent. Thank Just you. Just to speed things along a little bit. Points to be won, straight uh-huh. away, of course. Early points to be had, straight off the bat, if you wish to show me your skills and knowledge in this area. The oldest bungee jumper was a gentleman called Moa Keat. He jumped from South Africa's Western Cape, which is 708 feet in uh-huh. the air. How old was he
2: 93
1: you're gonna go with 93 nearest one wins of course
2: i'll say 97
1: unbelievable i think again this has happened this has happened more than one occasion now for three and a half four years miss morris has managed to answer absolutely no questions right but in the last three or four Uh weeks she's been on the nail with everything so either she's going to psychic development classes Or she's looking at my notes when I'm going off to squeeze my lemon (laughs) 10 minutes before the show starts. It is 93, Miss Morris. Is it really? Nice. There are (laughs) more questions than
0: answers.
1: (laughs) To be fair, anyone could bungee jump. I could dig up my grandmother, who would now be 99, and we could tie her to a rope and push her off a bridge.
0: Yes, but her foot would fall off.
1: Yes, she'd just be dangling (laughs) by the foot and the knee. Uh. But that is true. He was 93, and that was in... South Africa. Miss Morris wins the points, and she's on one little duck. The oldest woman to give birth to twins was called Carmela Busada Pushada. Carmela Pushharda <laughs> in California. <laughs> she was the oldest lady ever to give birth to twins. I'd like to know their names were Christian and Paul. If that helps you, but I'd like to know how old that lady was when she gave twins birth to twins in California.
0: I would have. If to... you
1: get this on the money,
0: it's either all bets are off. It's really difficult for me because I'm seeing either fifty six or sixty seven. I'm gonna go with fifty six.
2: <laughs> are you okay, Michelle? Sixty seven. It's sixty seven. Oh, no. There is going
1: to be a steward's inquiry. <laughs> yes. I'm slightly disturbed by such things, a little bit scared, with a meta-narrative of oh my god, they're cheating thrown in. There's some shenanigans taking place in here. Is it? Have you been consulting your runestones again? Maybe. I thought I could yes. smell spell when I walked into the studio. <laughs> smell, spell. To be fair, when Christian and Paul were born there to blow the dust off them. We are going to shake things up a little bit and go to the other end of the spectrum now. We're going to go to the youngest. So there's still points to be one.
0: Okay.
1: At what age had Christian Heineken read the first five books of the Bible? Three. He was a three year old.
0: Mm hmm. Four.
1: He was one. Mm hmm. He was a very. He was a prodigal child. He was very intelligent at a very young age heather got through the first five pages of hungry caterpillar at that stage i believe final one in the round william pitt the younger became britain's youngest ever prime minister in 1783 but how old was he 17
0: 21
1: He was 24. I'm going to give Michelle the point. She's now up to four. He was very famous for saying, after he was questioned about being too young, he said, yes, but it's something I'm working on every day.
0: See, I wasn't cheating. I didn't know
1: those. No, I think you've just thrown in a few wrong (laughs) To make it look like you wasn't cheating. I mean, if you're cheating on an exam, you make sure you get a couple wrong. Foxy. Do you see what I'm saying there? In Olympic track and field, athletes run the 110 metre hurdles. I once mistook the low hurdles for the high hurdles and I shattered my personal best.
0: We move
1: to the mailbag. I love reading your letters. Mailbag. Your emails. Oh, boy. Everything you like to write to us. During the course of the week, I love to read out. Jeff. Our good friend and regular listener in Milwaukee sent us a message. Hi Jeff. He said, I'm always excited to hear MQTA radio on Friday nights. It's a wonderful treat for the end of the week.
2: Now do you remember he sent a
1: photograph of himself? Yes. Yeah. Listening to the show. Mm -hmm. And I said last week, every time he takes a photograph, he looks like he's in a hardware store. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So he's either living there
1: and the hardware store doesn't know about this. So he's kind of camping in the camping section. When they close the shop at night, he's sat there with a little fire cooking beans. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or he works there, in which case he should be doing work and his boss is probably wondering where he is. He says, yes, I could listen at home. And no, I don't make my home at the hardware store. (laughs) 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 However, when I do stay home, there's a likelihood that I will fall asleep. So at the store... They do have more comfortable chairs, excellent Wi-Fi, and very few distractions. I like and lo-
0: it. And lots of snacks. Yes. Sometimes. yes. Please
1: mm. continue the hilarity. No. Jeff still hasn't told me whether he works there no. or whether he just goes there to yeah. listen to the show. It's
2: awesome. Mystery. Alva
1: also posts quite a lot. Alva posted great show regarding the person left born in the 19th century. He said, if I lived to be 117 years old, do you remember the last person... Who was alive right. in the 1800s died last week there's not yeah. a single person left on planet earth they died at 117 years old they were born in 1899 there are no more people left on this planet from the 1800s right a moment in time a moment in history he said if i live to be 117 years old i'm going to make up something wacky when they say what is the key To your longevity and (laughs) life. Okay. He said, I would say, well, I watch lots of porn. (laughs) Doesn't get more wacky than that, does it?
0: Oh, wacky. He
1: says, drink vodka mixed with vinegar (laughs) and eat a whole pine cone every day. Remember, folks, if you eat a pine cone every day, it does, in fact, hurt twice. Oh. Oh. Michelle, we spoke briefly about last week. I couldn't remember the lady's name. In Ontario, Canada, said last week can i cheer her up by singing the squirrel song oh no mm-hmm. by a wheezy waiter yay michelle as it is rainy and gloomy where she is mm. when did we start doing strange requests when did that i take don't place? remember
2: Mm-mm.
1: squirrel squirrel this song's about squirrels i did look that song up and i need a guitar and uh, some sort of mental disability to get And through a there. mouth harp <laughs> maybe later <laughs> God, my lips were red raw when we paid for that wedding that night.
2: Red, they were I'm red raw. My lips were red raw
1: when we did that wedding gig back in the day. Three hours I was on that mouth half. I couldn't kiss or form letters for a week. It's wrong with you both? Martin, our regular listener, has created an amazing online auctions site called it is. Martin's it is
2: Amazing. A- incredible. Martin's
1: uh. online auctions on Facebook. There is everything on there from the living dead to 80s metal concert t shirts. Yes. Yeah. Who doesn't want those? The unusual, strange, intriguing and bizarre. Go and have a look at that morbidly fascinating items that are just a couple of clicks away from owning. Remember Martin's online auctions on Facebook. You've already shown us that you have great taste by listening to this show. Now you can surround yourself with good taste as well yes remember we're on facebook if you search for more questions and answers with adrian lee we have five thousand eight hundred followers on facebook all of tonight's stories all of the jokes all of the cartoons the banter the letters everything is on there for you including the photographs and the videos from the stories we're about to read out you can access our archives at any time on soundcloud if you search for MQTA ta radio we have archives on there for the last three and a half four years you can listen to them back to back in the car if you're in the gym walking the dog sat illegally at midnight in the hardware store with a tin of beans eating (laughs) jerky, you can listen to your heart's content if you're listening now on soundcloud why not press the little orange heart for us that's displayed there to tell us how much you like the show remember we do an extra 20 to 25 minutes at the top of the hour when we go off air in a round called Not For Your Mother that we couldn't possibly read out whilst on Dark Matter Digital Radio. We'd get removed or get a hefty fine. So if you want a bit of cheekiness, a bit of innuendo there, there's an extra 20 minutes for you in the archives that we do at the end of every evening here on a Friday night. You can also hear us on iTunes, Stitcher and tune in. You can catch us first on Friday evening on Dark Matter Digital Network dot com Friday eight o'clock central time. We have a hundred thousand listeners in a hundred and ninety countries. If you're listening to us now, why not post what you're listening to on Facebook and share the word. We'd appreciate that. I have a Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips. That's T I P S. We have ninety three thousand followers on there. And remember my latest book, Mysterious Midwest, unwrapping urban legends, and Ghostly Tales. From the Dead is available on Amazon and in all good bookshops with a forward written by Grammy Award winning bassist from Megadeth, David Ellison. And if you enjoy the show, you can go to patreon.com, P A T R E O N.com, and search for MQTA Radio. and You can give donations. This show is free, it will always be free. We have a lot of fun doing it, but we do have overhead so if you'd like to donate a pound maybe that's very english isn't it a Mm. pound you had a little go with him metric didn't you back in the day you kind of played with it for a few minutes i don't
0: recall those days
1: i'm not playing with you anymore and kind of (laughs) gave up on the whole thing didn't you just couldn't be doing with it but if you wish to donate you can do so on patreon.com search for MQTA radio and we'd be very grateful for that there's lots of things you can do on there you can pay to be a sponsor of the show yeah. You can, there's archives that haven't been put out yet that you can access before mm-hmm. anybody else. There's many wondrous things that you can do on there. Yeah. So go and have mm-hmm. a look at that, patreon.com, MQTA Radio. Now, Michelle, you wasn't with us last week.
2: No, I We missed away. you.
1: We missed you greatly. Thank you.
2: I missed you guys too. We
1: missed the snorting, the hilarity.
2: (laughs) I was bullied.
1: The heavy (gasps) drinking. That is true. Yes, Um, she was bullied greatly. mm -hmm. I won the show last week by a vast margin. She asked me questions. I'm back
2: and I'm here for you. That's good. Yes.
1: She asked me questions last week about how British I am. And it turns out I'm very British and I won a lot of points.
0: He's more British than the
1: British. This is true. I am as British as a dialect delivering you a cup of tea. That's true. That's what it said. Mm-hmm. Now, there was a reason why you weren't with us. You were having a lot of fun in Kentucky yep, I last week.
2: Oh, no, we West are Virginia. West
1: Virginia. Mm-hmm. Mountain Mama. Take me home. Take me home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We're singing the best songs, aren't we? <laughs> Taste of moonshine. Mm-hmm. Teardrop in my yeah. eye. There's a teardrop in my eye at the I moment. Know. I thought the Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum was in Kentucky.
2: No, it's in Western West Virginia.
1: Is it really? Mm-hmm. I stand corrected in these orthopaedic shoes. <laughs> so you went and had a bit of an exploration. You went on a ghost hunt. Yes. I'd like we're jealous. I want <laughs> I to so know.
2: I so wished you guys were there with me. So last it Friday, was...
1: we're mm-hmm. sat in the studio. She's mm-hmm. drinking a bloody Mary.
2: No. I'm
1: getting nothing but grief and aggravation. <laughs> Tell me about it. I've never been to this lunatic asylum before.
2: It is actually the second largest limestone-faced building in the world, second only to the Kremlin.
1: That's pretty impressive. Really? It's It's, it's a vast, vast complex. It's
2: huge. And it was started in 1851, and it was built with the new ideas of treating mental illness with lots of fresh air, Large windows, even though they had bars on
1: Electrocution, them. Electrocution. Lobotomies. Cold water. Oh,
2: saw all that.
1: Tying yeah. them down.
2: Yeah. All oh. the modern treatments. Mm.
1: They had, I believe, 2,600 patients back in the 1950s. It
2: was built to house 350 patients. Oh. And at its heyday, had 3,500. Oh, There's my God. There's a lot God. of
1: mad people running around there.
2: Oh, my goodness, yes.
1: That's where the Appalachian Mountains are, isn't it? I can mm-hmm. see where they're getting all their clients from. You did a late-night tour, a yes. history tour yes, of the building. How mm-hmm. run down is it? I mean, is it really dilapidated or is it fairly reasonable? I
2: thought it would be more dilapidated, but the walls are like 18 inches thick. So it's very well preserved for as long as it has been.
0: So there's nothing caving in or...
2: Nothing caving in, you know, raccoons running around. There was one raccoon they found the previous week and there's bats
1: with a switchblade. Lots of bats.
2: Snapping. Yeah, lots of bats. With rhythm. Mm -hmm.
1: So you went on a tour. Mm -hmm. How many people were on the tour? Was it a big tour?
2: There was 20 that came to the late night tour and they split us into two groups. Oh, that's that's not bad. And it's so vast that we never heard or ran into each other whatsoever.
0: So did you have to sneak in your DVR? No,
2: they let me. I I told them I had it. So because you know, the guide was with us, and it was only ten of us. Right. So and if I was going to be speaking into it, asking,
1: I bet you're not the only to, person to have walked around there with a DVR in there. No, pocket.
2: no. And um, I was only able to do a two hour. Right. Tour. yeah and they did <laughs> as opposed to a three-hour
0: tour
1: yeah she only did the west wing
2: <laughs> on on saturday nights they do one that starts at midnight till 6 a.m and oh that my is like for people like the tips team you can bring in anything you want set up anywhere you want and do your thing your- Was it? He-
1: moldy i mean I, I always when i go on paranormal investigations mm-hmm. they're always in antediluvian basements and disused factories on the banks of the mississippi and i have the worst allergy problems
2: it was damp but not moldy Wow. Right. Oh, okay damp damp and rusty
1: so and is it haunted peeling? what Absolutely. did you see tell me what happened
2: um well obviously with this many um psychiatric patients there it's filled with murder and sadness, and suicide, and and distress, yeah,
0: depression.
2: You get it; just oozes that.
0: Do you get that feeling as soon as you walk in the door? You're I like, did. all of a sudden, your mood changes, and
2: and like in the violent men's wing, they still have the cells where people would be chained up
0: right. in really? the room,
2: and only forgive me now for saying this, but only a hole in the bottom of the floor where you did your business.
1: Right, just like being in France, really. <laughs>
2: And, and you would be left there <laughs> right. until you could behave. Right. Oh, my God. And there's, So it was
0: actually called the violent men's wing.
2: Yes, and there's a violent women's wing. We did hear a lot of, like, murmuring. So I, I really hope something picked up on so the So we DVR. need to go through sure. the evidence, mm-hmm.
1: listen to the audio.
2: And I asked many times, like, when we were in a... They brought us to the hottest spots in, you know, this brief amount of time. Yeah. So I did ask if, you know, there was anyone who would like to make themselves known if they would touch me on the hand. I didn't get touched, but... Um, to your disappointment. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. You have to go back again. <laughs> you can be the tethered goat. Yeah.
2: But they do an amazing job there. They really do. And they're trying to restore it.
1: Are they have got really their hands absolutely. full of them. Absolutely.
2: It's what they've done so far since it's been... It was only closed in 1994. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah.
0: I can't believe that.
2: And yeah, they built a new modern facility about a mile or two behind the asylum, and 1994 is when they shipped out about the last 24 patients.
0: Is it, do they have tunnels running through that facility? If there
2: are tunnels, we weren't shown that.
1: Okay. They used to have tunnels in like big TB sanitariums because so many people would die. They'd want to take the dead bodies out yeah, to the perimeter them, right? through the tunnel. So the inmates, if you like, for one of the I call word, them
2: inmates too. Yeah, couldn't
1: see, couldn't see all the dead bodies being shipped right. out of the building on they, a regular basis. They
2: actually had a separate building off of the asylum that was housing TB patients, but it was before that they knew it was an airborne disease, so all they did was make it worse.
1: Right.
0: Oh. Did you get to tour that as well? No, or No. No. You weren't allowed there.
2: Okay. I think that is in too much of disrepair. We
1: okay. need a road trip.
0: Oh, my
2: God, I, yeah. I would give anything to go back yeah, there. Yeah, we need
1: to get a bus, get all the team together, the International Paranormal Society and get on a road trip there. I want the to go to The things that Virginia. happened, you
2: would not be disappointed. Wow. I mean, the guide had a flashlight in... One of, patient murdered another patient in one of the bathrooms, Right, and the flashlight did go off and on. On its own? Yeah, and she had a K2, and it lit up to the red.
1: Spiked. Mm-hmm. So the, the person who was giving the tour had ghost hunting equipment? Yes. Wow.
0: How much equipment did you see? I mean, did you recognize some of the equipment?
2: Only or? my DVR, the guide's K2 that was it the rest of the people were kind of god i'd
1: love to have been running a ghost box with headphones i
2: know right? Because she talked about having spirit box there and it's off the chart
1: we need a road trip when we go through the evidence when Mm -hmm. we look at michelle's audio we will try and play some of those bits and pieces for you if you say you heard some murmurs and some voices come through i'm sure you've captured something there right did you take photographs
2: i did um i had a friend's camera right And he's going to send that all to me on a zip drive. We
1: can put those on the website. We can put those on Facebook. If we go to more questions and answers with Adrian Lee, we'll put up your vacation shots. That'd be
2: great. (laughs) All of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Michelle is in the... Wow, there's another snow. That's three drinks tonight.
1: (laughs) You are on four points. Heather's on two. I am yet to score as we run into the first round. That is ghosts and hauntings. Celebrity Big Brother star Kelly Maloney has called in an exorcist because her pub is being spooked by a ghost. Ghouls are believed to be roaming through the 250-year-old boozer. The reality star will reopen next month. The boxing legend is so spooked by the supernatural activity in the pub, the unicorn, that she has asked for help from medium pals. She says supernatural experts have discovered the boozer in Marden, kent is haunted by a former landlord from the 1800s the boxing promoter turned landlady 63 who became a woman in 2014 added the team sense there is a friendly spirit here who passes through he comes through the coffee house after closing time and disappears up the chimney santa claus with a latte that's right
0: perfect Mm -hmm.
1: the pub will be the former fight manager's new home after a glittering career promoting heavyweights such as lennox lewis mm. this gentleman was a coach and fight promoter in boxing at a really high level okay and like the whole p- high profile case you have over here of a transgender
0: oh caitlin jenner that's it. is it is it caitlin
2: caitlin jenner yeah. Bruce jenner Caitlyn. this jenner. is
1: our version
2: oh okay gotcha oh. yeah he's
1: he's her name is now kelly maloney but he was a famous boxing promoter. When you think of boxing as a very male orientated, yes. aggressive support, yes. it shocked a lot of people that he suddenly turned up dressed as a woman. In he a looks very—he looks very good, by the way.
0: Oh, there are a few out there that, that just don't. Shouldn't. Mm-hmm. The vast
2: majority. I'm sorry. I don't mean to. You know, do what you want to do, but there are some that just look.
1: There are some Very that do obvious. get it wrong. There's yeah, nothing to do yeah. with me. There was a boy I went to school with that's now called Louise. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, he wears leopard skin tops and boas and things that women wouldn't normally wear unless they were working late night in the West End of London. But
0: there are some that are out there that get it very very right, right. Yes, <laughs> yes there was a lad you met
1: in marion when we was in the granger house and you was going to ask him how he did his makeup
0: i that is true oh, <laughs> it was awesome. you are
1: welcome <laughs> to read this story in full for yourself kelly maloney or a bunch of baloney you decide visit our <laughs> facebook site more questions than answers with adrian lee i should give myself two points i'm off to a fabulous start miss morris what have you got for me first in the round of Ghosts and Haunting?
0: Paul O'Grady felt spirit of Sylla Black during Blind Date filming.
1: Scylla Black was a very famous singer in the mm-hmm. 1960s. She sang What's It All About Alfie and many other hits. But she became a TV celebrity. Interestingly uh, enough, Paul O'Grady is very famous because he's a female impersonator. Really? Yeah, he has an alter ego called Lily Savage and he has a drag act.
0: I did not That's know that. Paul I want to go see a drag act. I think I I'd love, do. I love drag
1: acts. I would get picked on. If you're a heterosexual male and you're sat there, that you're going to get, you're a target.
0: Well, you can go with Michelle and I. Why wouldn't you?
1: Why wouldn't I go, go with, with you Michelle and Michelle and- to a drag act dressed as a woman?
0: That's right. Just a little bit of a just woman. a little
1: bit of a woman. <laughs> I'll just have the left breast put in. <laughs>
0: Spooked out, Paul O'Grady felt the spirit of Scylla Black taking over his body working on the new Blind Date series. Now,
1: Blind Date is where you get three contestants and there's a barrier. Mm -hmm. Yes, we
0: had that as well. Mm -hmm. I'm sure
1: we've stolen it off of you.
0: He was controlled by Scylla's ghost and even started saying her catchphrase, and I don't know this. You
1: need a strong Liverpudlian accent now, like Paul McCartney or John Lennon.
0: Do it for me. Laura, Laura laughs.
1: You're going to get a la la a laughs. Is that it? A- well, it's, she was having a stroke at that moment, but it's something <gasps> similar, yeah. She's dead, by the way, which is why she's haunting him in the studio. Uh, I
0: imagine so. The 61-year-old is so haunted by his close pal, he felt he was turning into her at one stage during filming of the new Channel yes, 5 show. Yes, he's constantly
1: dressing up as a woman. He's had two heart attacks as well. He needs to be careful.
0: Absolutely. He's not a time lord. Paul said. Oh,
2: they've got two hearts. I know. Yeah, That's why okay. you could have two One heart for each. Is this the guy that looks a lot like the guy from Are You Being Served? Yes. Okay. Now I know who it is.
1: Okay. paul he's, go Yeah, on. he's from Liverpool as well. Okay. He's very funny. He's a great chat show host. He's doing a great job. I like the guy.
2: Paul
0: said he has a real spiritual link with Scylla, who died in 2015 after a fall at her spare. Sh- so she died? Yes, she's dead. Fall? That's
1: why she's haunting him.
0: No, from a fall. Just yes. falling down. She was in a, a villa
1: in Spain and she slipped and hit her head, I believe. Oh, my God. goodness.
0: He said, I could feel myself morphing into Scylla. The arms were going up. And the voice would go down. I don't understand that part. And I said, what is your name, number one, and where do you come from? I even said, we are going to have a Laura Laura laughs. I don't know if I did that right.
1: I don't think anyone's going to (laughs) notice. I'd say initially no, but I think we got away with it.
0: Singer and TV presenter Silla Black would be laid to rest at St. Mary's Church in Woolton, Liverpool. His pals have praised his decision to be part of the show, which is being screened this summer. My mate said, you are a sort of a bit like her. And I said, no, I cannot sing and I haven't got her red hair. Paul said he felt Channel 5 was the best place for his new show.
1: So no one's going to be watching that then. I shall give you points. You are now up to a hefty, heaving four. I have a fabulous story here. Do you know Brian Cox? He's the gentleman yes. who's the scientist. Doctor, Professor Brian Cox. Okay. He's genius astrologer.
0: Oh, have He's I seen on him on QI? QI. He's, on various oh, I lo- He's cute too. Mm-hmm.
1: It says here, do ghosts exist? You're going to be unhappy with him now. Brian Cox says the Large Hadron Collider has finally solved this ancient question. Go on. Professor Brian Cox has revealed whether he thinks ghosts exist. And it's not good news for those who believe in things that go bump in the night. The Brain Box claimed that the world's most powerful particle accelerator, the Large Hadron Collider, has proven that it is inconceivable for paranormal activity to exist speaking during his bbc4 radio program the infinite monkey cage he i want a band called infinite That's a monkey great cage.
2: name
0: oh yeah
1: when i was in a band we couldn't think of a name we had weeks and weeks and weeks to think of a name no one could think of a decent name we cut up random words put them in a hat we had 30 random words in a hat we all pulled out one word each and our band ended up being called screaming monkey stick
0: Nice. And that is
1: The God's Honest Truth.
0: Mm, but like he's it.
1: produced some convincing facts. We had a picture of a chimpanzee holding a stick, like on Space Odyssey 2001. I Who knew? knew? It turned out very well for us. <laughs> God played a part in naming my band Screaming Monkey Stick. See? We'd have been huge today, I think, if we'd have stuck with the plan.
0: Yeah, Or you had a bigger stick. Got it.
1: <laughs> well, story of my <laughs> life, really. <laughs> J- Jodie ever... quit and someone got married. and
0: I got it. You said it.
1: <laughs> so you're both thinking I need a bigger stick, but only one said it. Just I don't... can take points away. <laughs>
2: I don't have any. <laughs>
1: That's true enough. Let me go and get a branch. Speaking on his show, The Infinite Monkey Cage on Radio 4, he said, we're not here to debate the existence of ghosts because they don't exist. If we want some sort of pattern that carries information about our living cells to persist, then we must specify precisely what medium carries that pattern and how it interacts with the matter particles out of which our bodies are made. You still keeping up with me?
0: (laughs) We must, in other
1: words, invent an extension of the standard model of particle physics that has escaped detection at the Large Hadron Collider. That's almost inconceivable at the energy scales typical of the particle interactions in our bodies. In other words, if ghosts existed, the Large Hadron Collider would have spotted them by now. It would have been a great film, wouldn't it, if they'd have built that vast, vast complex that goes all the way around Switzerland and into France. If someone would have pressed, a physicist would have pressed the on switch, a little rocker switch with on and off. And the moment they turn that on, you could suddenly see every ghost walking around. But it didn't happen. Oh. So, if you're still keeping up with me, the trouble is that science is always playing catch up to our wisdom and our knowledge. So, he's applying science that he's aware of at this minute. That's right. Whereas, in 20 years' time, it'll change it, it will change it
0: always changes. Yeah. based
1: on what he knows at the moment I'm not knocking the guy the guy's a he's genius he's correct
0: as far as what he knows
1: right now absolutely but I'll restate that science is always playing catch that's up right. to our wisdom and knowledge mm-hmm. only this year they discovered that humans can transfer energy from one person to another right. well that's Reiki healing we've been doing that for centuries that's right you know Jesus told 72 of his disciples to go into Judea and heal on his behalf by touching people we know this to be true i always say this that when i was a small child i had a poster on my wall and it just had the nine planets on it of the solar system but in 1992 oh. we sent up the hubble space telescope and now there's three or four thousand planets they've discovered in 1992 we thought there was only nine planets that doesn't mean that those other planets didn't exist. It just meant that science couldn't prove that's they right. didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Do you see the difference? No, right. So at the moment, I could agree with him on this, but that's not my experience. I've seen a ghost. I've talked to ghosts. I've been pushed by ghosts. I've had things thrown at me by ghosts. You've seen ghosts. Yeah. We're not stupid. I know what I'm seeing. I'm a well-educated guy that I'd like to think was reasonably well-adjusted.
2: Well, and no one's trying to pull the wool over anybody's eyes. Oh. It's all genuine
0: yes you know well and i'm not here to convince anybody else and nobody's going to convince me right.
1: otherwise no for so. the for, <laughs> for the non-believer no amount of evidence is ever going to be no, enough no
0: right very but true. for the
1: believer no evidence is necessary mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so i would agree with him but i think science is always playing catch-up at the moment that's the case but you can go and read this story for yourself it gets very complicated and it delves into physics. And my dad was a physicist. And it bores me, to be honest. Infrared astronomy just does not float my boat.
0: Mm. Sorry
1: to say. I'm a constant disappointment to my parents. And you can see that for yourself. If you go to our <laughs> Facebook site, more questions and answers. And you can read all that physics to your heart's content. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings?
2: Does this chilling footage show ghosts haunting an abandoned Welsh mental asylum? It was aired on Friday night when sightings of a large man in the stable block were being investigated. Yvette Fielding's team recorded the footage. She said, To date, this has to be the most groundbreaking footage we have ever recorded. But rather than giving us the answer we were looking for, it just gave us more questions. Was it the presence of the spirit of a long-dead soul, a doppelganger, or something else that we have never supposed to understand? Carl Betty filmed the footage and said, We've never seen anything like this before, and we really don't have an explanation for what we saw, but the replay of the filming clearly shows the vision in detail. It's a weird, weird place. Wentworth Woodhouse is a huge building that would have housed an entire community during the heyday of the house near Rotherham, South Yorkshire, that was built in 1630 by Thomas Wentworth, the first Earl of Stratford. Carl was with camera operator Stuart Torrevel when they saw the so-called specter in the stable block. They decided to film down the corridor after hearing footsteps and were left shaken by what they saw. After pointing the camera in the direction of the noise, they asked the ghoul to walk towards them. What appears to be the figure of a man then appears in a doorway at the end of the corridor before the crew chase after it.
0: I have to tell you, I've seen that video. It is so bunk. It's not even funny.
1: Well, what came out today was that a paranormal team had gone in there. And I think their name's Truth Paranormal, something like that. They claim that's their footage, but it's been superimposed. That's not the original footage that they filmed. Really? It's been added to.
0: It's so
2: bad. I just feel like that building and her show have just gone... It is, Way too far.
0: And if you watch the video, the quote unquote apparition is so robotic in its movement. It it looks it looks mechanical is what it looks like.
1: It's really bad. I've investigated with Richard Felix, who used to be the historian on that mm-hmm, show. Mm-hmm. And we've hung out together as two historians and paranormal investigators. Obviously we've got a lot in common and a lot to chat about. And he said he was removed from that show because he was unhappy with the Fiction element of it.
2: I haven't watched that show. Well, the thing is obsessed. as well that
1: their top psychic was uh, Derek Akola, uh-huh. and he mm-hmm. got found out for making things up as well.
0: It's so bad, the whole yeah, thing—you can bad. look at that
1: for yourself. Most haunted or mostly fiction, you decide. You can go and see that piece of footage for yourself on our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian She'll give you more points, Michelle. You are now up to a heady, rounded six. I will squeeze Ooh. one more ghost story in because it's particularly fun. A mum claims her child was possessed and dragged along the floor after a spirit entered his bedroom through a vortex above the Thomas the Tank Engine bed. She was left in hysterics after she says she found her screaming son Chiron being dragged around the floor by an invisible entity. She called a team of spectral experts who held a two-hour-long seance to banish her unwanted guests. "'I was petrified to death. I couldn't move,' the mum of one said." The eerie events unfolded after the young family moved into their Billingham home and things started to go bump in the night. Kirsty's dad David said he knew something was up due to the pungent smell in the bedroom. You can smell a spirit. Spirits leave off the smell of sweaty socks, he said. (laughs) I've never known that. Have you ever known a spirit leaving the smell of sweaty socks? Lives in
2: every
0: boy's Teenager's
2: room.
1: Bedroom. <laughs> oh,
2: room. I do know That's that... That's not a ghost. <laughs> there's been
1: experiments. When Benjamin Franklin did his experiments with electricity, he said that a high electrical discharge, like lightning, would leave a sulfurous smell.
0: Have you ever touched one of those... Um, is it a lightning balls?
1: Yes, Van de Graaff generator kind of
0: Yes, thing. have you ever smelled one of those balls? <laughs> <I> <laughs> put my- oh, sorry? <laughs> I put my just nose. Just one large. put <laughs> oh my large.
1: Here it comes. Here we go. We'll be off my, of air in 10 minutes. <laughs> I did put my nose, nose on one, one of those balls. Of course you did. And what did it smell like? <laughs> <laughs> it smelled like what? Balls. Balls. <laughs> I don't know what they smell like. Was it metallic? <laughs> yeah, a
0: little metallic
1: and a little tangy. <laughs> a coppery tang. Let's say a coppery tang, shall we? Oh, if you're playing the (laughs) snort bell and bunk drinking game, (laughs) Michelle's got problems. I'll carry on talking. Where was we going with this? What point was you trying to make?
0: I was going to say that electricity (gasps) does have a smell to it.
1: What's that smell? I think it's electricity. That's good. That's the smell of amyl nitrate. That's poppers. It's a muscle relaxant. What's wrong with you? This gentleman's an ice cream man, by the way. He sells ice cream. He claims to have psychic powers. And he was aware of something. He does. The psychic ice cream man. I know you want chopped nuts. Raspberry sauce, you think it, I've got it.
0: Oh, God. Okay. Bye.
1: I want to be a psychic ice cream man. I could have it ready for you by the time you walk up to the van. <laughs> Do you want a flake with that? Yes. The mum claims her son was possessed by spirits, which caused her voice to change. I used what? to follow them around and tell them, I know you are here. But it wasn't just David's sixth sense that was tingling. It was the chime on his ice cream van. Oh, no. Doors locked themselves while the family would find toys mysteriously scattered around the floor. That's not ghosts. That's kids, I tell you. They got in a psychic. Her name's Spooky Julie. No. I like mm-hmm. that. Spooky Julie. That's who you'd turn to. She's going to look into it. She's going to hold a seance. Spooky Julie. You can be mysterious, Michelle. We've got heathen Morris. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what goes with A. I do. <laughs> Oh, great <laughs> ambidextrous nope. I, can, I can do nothing
0: <laughs> how are those psychic skills
1: working <laughs> I am ambidextrous I can do nothing with both hands that brings to an end thank god the rounds of ghosts and hauntings I'm on six Michelle's on six Heather's on six all across the board, lucky numbers. Let's six, squeeze six, in six? a couple of UFOs and cryptozoology mm. stories. What have you got for me, first, Miss Morris? It's green men and hairy beasties. Well,
0: police in Ohio are on the lookout for Bigfoot. Yes, of course they I, are.
2: Never, I tried and I tried, but I I'm never sure saw you one. Did no
0: squatch watching for you. After a gift squatch shop. Washing? Uh, squatch washing. Squatch watching. Oh, watching. I would
2: have washed him, but
0: would first <laughs> I had to watch. Lots of shampoo. Billowing.
2: Lots.
1: Billowing Squatch hair. Mm. Conditioner as well. Yes. Get it nice and shiny as he's running through the woods.
0: Detangler is a yeah. bugger, though, let me tell you.
1: Why are you washing a
2: Sasquatch? Because he's dirty.
0: And, okay. And <laughs> police in Ohio are on the lookout for Bigfoot after a gift shop owner reported the statues of the hairy creature vanished from Outsider's store. Arlene Fitzer tells WFMJ-TV in youngstown that the three hand-painted concrete statues disappeared from farmer daves gift shop between monday evening and tuesday morning fitzher suspects they were stolen but says they would have been very difficult to lift and then to hide she's reviewing surveillance video for clues because everybody has a surveillance camera on bigfoot statues the two statues had been mounted on pedestals in front of her shop in Beaver Township, Perfect. in rural <laughs> northeast Ohio. Bigfoot
2: is not a thief.
0: Yeah, he wouldn't
1: do Perhaps that. Perhaps he's borrowing it. He'll take it back again.
2: <laughs> yeah. he's having an exhibition. There's exhibition. lots
1: of there's
0: lots of forensic evidence left behind with all the hair fibers. See, yeah. I watch Discovery Channel. One is 3.5 feet tall, another is 2.25 feet tall, and the third is considered to be a
1: baby Bigfoot. But who had the best tasting porridge? Uh,
0: <laughs> 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 Pitzer says they range in value from 55 to 150 bucks. So Bigfoot, bring them back.
1: You can't put them in your yard, can you? Just see, 'Cause people would say, Oh, look, there's the Bigfoots that have been stolen. There's been cases, hasn't there? Where mm-hmm. people have stolen Christmas decorations and Halloween decorations from outside your house. And then uh, they take pictures. Well they then put them in outside the front of their house, which is two blocks away. It's true. fabulous. I do
2: kind of the opposite. My parents are very particular, so when they go on vacation, I just put a whole bunch of crappy sculptures in their yard.
1: <laughs> nice <laughs> Dead bodies. <laughs> Put
2: a big Al Franken re-election post. Crossing the
1: line. What have you got for me tonight in the round of UFOs and cryptozoology?
2: Color-changing spaceship seen in incredible footage. The odd diamond-shaped object apparently appeared in the night sky over the San Fernando Valley in California. It was reportedly filmed two weeks ago and posted on video-sharing site YouTube. In the clip, the object appears to move jerkily through the sky... ...while flashing green, blue, and pink. It makes you wonder what kind of species uses this marvelous craft... ...and what intel are they gathering. And alien hunters have claimed the spaceship... ...has been seen previously in numerous locations all over the world. Alien blogger Scott C. Waring... uh, Must be true. ...commented its a rotating six-sided diamond-shaped craft... It stays in place for an hour and then leaves fast.
1: The problem I have is that he claims everything is a UFO. Yeah. Dust on a NASA lens, this, that and the other. When a real UFO comes along, he, that could be an amazing piece of footage. But I've gone beyond caring now. No, right. He's
2: the boy that cried wolf. That's exactly yeah.
1: where we are. Because at that point, if I went around saying everything that happened to me was paranormal, whether it's the pipes banging in the building, a creaking floorboard, the wind blowing against a door, if I didn't get rid and reduce 95% of my evidence to say it's other things, right? if I said everything was paranormal... You'd have no credibility and people would stop listening to you and looking at your photograph. Because when I do present stuff and say, look, this is a ghost who's talking to me, this is a photograph of a ghost, does it not then carry more weight well, at that point? Because 95% of the stuff you've got, you say, well, that could be other things. Just see what I mean. Well, right.
2: you know, he's made a fool of himself because we have a great laugh at it. But, you know, every rock formation on Mars is now some sort of magical thing.
1: Well the thing is he's getting paid for it. Every time he says there's a UFO out there, they buy his stories. He's making six to nine hundred dollars a month from this. Time has got the better of us tonight, so let's squeeze in one more story in the round of the strange and the bizarre, the stories that are too good not to read out, but don't fit easily into any other category. What have you got for me tonight? Miss Morris.
0: I have the best story ever. Well let's not
1: prejudge it. You read it out and we'll tell you whether it's
0: the It best is story. about Spammel.
2: Yes!
1: Spammel. Yes, yes. Spammel. Special. And spammel.
2: Separated.
1: Separated pork. Pork and,
2: pork and meat,
0: likely. Likely. Yes,
1: that's not. <laughs> it's spiced ham. It's a compound noun. Spammel. No. Spammel. Egg and spammel. Egg chips and spammel. Chips. <laughs> I don't
2: like spam. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we used to have spam as kids. As I was lined up, it's cheap food, right? I think it was invented during the First World War so American troops could have some sort of meat in a tin or a can. But at school, they used to fry it. They'd get spam slices and fry them. Yep. So you'd be in line in the school canteen. Oh,
0: I can remember that. As and a the kid. dinner
1: lady, I mean, no one sweats more than a dinner lady or a lunch lady, right? They're dripping. And. They'd have the tongs and go, do you want some Spam, dear? And I'd say no. And suddenly three bits of Spam would appear on my plate.
0: There's nothing better than Spam and cheese
1: sandwiches. Spam and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Velveeta. Spam That's not going to help. Spam
0: and eggs. Mm. Yeah. It's all about the Spam. There's a
1: whole culinary world I hadn't previously There's- been aware of there's
0: probably a spam cookbook out there, and oh, if there's not, yeah. we should probably jump no, on it. I
1: know there is one, there's, there's one at the
0: spam museum.
1: Spam museum.
0: <laughs> yeah, you toured it, mm-hmm. didn't you?
1: The Trans Allegheny <laughs> Lunatic the <spam> Asylum, asylum. <laughs> the spam asylum.
0: A spam mad couple have had their wedding at a museum dedicated to the tin treat. Yes. <laughs> Michelle just got uber happy. I did.
1: Can you imagine? And I, I know what they're going to have for the meal, the reception. It's just going to be spam ice cream and With spam hors d'oeuvres. Can you
0: and... imagine spam hors d'oeuvres? It's going to be My fabulous. My mom used
2: to make spam ball.
1: Did she? Sp- <laughs> did you say spag ball or spam ball?
2: Spam ball. Ball. Oh, like a, b- a ball. Like a cheese ball.
1: Oh, balls. Yes. Okay. There has th- been a theme running through this Show yes. tonight, isn't it? There? Has yes. been.
0: I and we'll carry that theme on to the last segment <gasps> that people will have to wait for. Just saying Mark Benson and his fiance Anne Mousley tied the knot while surrounded by Meat Memorabilia nice. at the Spam Museum in, in
1: Austin. To... Austin we, Minnesota. We yep. Yeah. I tried to think what the honeymoon's gonna be like.
0: Honey spam?
1: Honey spam. <laughs>
0: That's right. Mr. Benson, who changed his middle name to Spam. I love Spam, legally, by the way, and his new wife made the journey from their home in anyone care to guess?
1: Oh, it's going to be Florida or Texas?
0: Hawaii. Hollywood,
1: Liverpool. <gasps> Liverpool? Harold wow.
0: Wood? Yes. Harold Wood. Hollywood. Halwood. Yes, that's
1: it. You and your American accents. I can't hear a word you're saying. You're in your you.
0: English words. you your trick <laughs> trick-or-treating, you your
1: mountain dew.
0: They were the first couple to marry at that site. Do you believe it?
2: I can't, because it's I been can't. open a while.
0: It has been open a while. Mr. Benson, who legally changed his middle name by deed poll in 2015, has a family connection with the foodstuff, as both his grandfather and his uncle worked at the... Merseyside
1: Factory, which made the product. It's all happening in Liverpool, isn't it? This show's been made up of balls and Liverpool, one way or another. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> who ever thought I'd ever say that in my broadcasting career?
0: And this is quite actually depressing, Michelle. The couple have been engaged for almost eight years <laughs> and were joined by their two daughters, Millie Five and Evie Four, who took part as bridesmaids. Mr. Benson said, My big day. Has been more than I could ever have dreamed of, when I saw Anne and my girls walking down the Spam aisle. This is Liverpool, is it? I didn't think I was. This is Liverpool, to keep just together.
1: Liverpool, just outside of Houston, oh just outside of Austin. 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 Austin, Minnesota, Minnesota.
0: Minnesota.
1: I still can't get over the fact they've got a daughter called Evie, because I mean, <laughs> she must go for an EVP, mustn't yeah, she? Say EVP. <laughs> Do you want to go for an EVP? We've got a long journey.
0: After being pronounced Spam and Wife, the couple posed... Oh, nice. (laughs) The whole show's
1: suddenly been worthwhile. The last hour, on the money, just for that. Say that again.
0: After being pronounced Spam and Wife...
1: (laughs) Perfect. That's the money shot right there. The couple posed outside
0: the museum for photos and cut their specially made Spam-themed wedding cake that's disgusting. Excellent.
1: spam's not that great is it it's the cheapest cuts of meat it's ears lips tails and testicles all no, ground it's up it's
0: spiced ham yes but no <laughs> it's separated pork and meat likely they yes
1: <laughs> they blasted the meat off of the carcass with a water can and then reconstituted it by know, putting some pepper in with I it
0: i used to get a gag reflex at the jelly that oh, would the form jelly's on the that worst.
2: <laughs>
1: The aspect. Let's There's a not name talk for that. it Aspect. <laughs> that jelly. I didn't want to eat it all. No. I just wanted a small amount, but it all slipped down in one.
0: I oh. just wanted to lick the jelly. No! Yeah.
1: Look at the jelly on <laughs> oh, that. Yes. Do you want some jelly yes. with that? Look at that. Beautiful. Get in there, girl. Spread it on some toast. Oh, I love the aspect. That's the best bit, is all the jelly. <laughs> oh, no. New girl in the corner puking her guts up. Oh, here it comes. That's terrible. (laughs) She (laughs) doesn't like the You've got a very sensitive palate, haven't you, there, Miss Corrie?
0: The happy couple (laughs) (laughs) Knock the joy
2: right out of the story.
1: (laughs) Knock the joy out of the story. (laughs) This (laughs) But I love the jelly. (laughs) Oh no. Do you know what? There's always a carrot that comes up, isn't there? You could go a whole month without eating a carrot. Why did I eat a carrot? I
0: don't know. You tell me. The hap- that looks like carrot. <laughs> the happy couple will now head off on their way to Hawaii, the state with the biggest consumption of spam products in the USA.
1: Oh, she's not finished.
0: With oh. lots of jelly.
1: Nice. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> i hope no one's at home eating their tea that's sorry, terrible I'm sorry we enter our favorite round now of the evening called not for your mother this is the round we can't read out on air it's laden with innuendo and stories of sexual intrigue from around the world if your mother's of a nervous disposition she needs to be removed from the room if you have any small minors running around they need to be taken up to bed and thank you for finding us this means you're tech savvy this means you're now listening to us on our archives so why don't you write us a nice review while you're listening to this or press the little orange heart if you're on soundcloud at the moment or just post your link and tell the whole wide world what you're currently listening to we'd be very very grateful heather what have you got for me first tonight in the round of not for your mother
0: Well, Shara Wassus is a retired state patrol officer and part-time dog trainer living in Monroe, Michigan. Cheryl also spends a lot of her time volunteering her one-year-old licensed therapy Bernese Mountain Dog Link Mm. for Pets for Vets, a nonprofit program that provides canine companionship for veterans. Nice. I love it. Excellent, right? On Saturday, Cheryl and Link rolled into the parking lot of the Sheraton Hotel in Novi, Michigan, in hopes of raising some money for the charity and providing some cuddles for a convention called Furrycon.
2: No, I don't yes.
0: think she
1: in the went right to the place. wrong place.
0: Yeah, in an interview With the New York Magazine, Cheryl said, I really had no idea what to expect going in on Saturday. This organization had chosen us as their charity. Cheryl explained to Cosmopolitan.com that the organizers of the event contacted her, asking her if she'd like to do a presentation for the nonprofit. And she agreed, though she didn't quite understand what the convention
1: was for. But she soon found out, though, when she went through the oh, front door. Yeah.
0: Wow. I usually try to do some research the night before I go to these events, but the website was pretty obscure, she said. Huh. It had links and information on how to register, but no pictures. Funny I that. that. strange. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I just assumed it was a regular business convention of some sort. Oh, there
1: was plenty of business going on. She
0: couldn't have been more wrong. <laughs> so when she and Link entered the hotel that day,
1: they won first she- <laughs> prize.
0: Oh. <laughs> she expected to be greeted by the concierge and see various people in business casual. Uh-uh. No. Instead, she was met with hundreds of people wearing full Blown animal costumes.
1: I almost want to go. I almost think that would... you. No one would know if you was dressed as Mother Goose and you were wandering around.
0: I know of people that have went just to Spy. advertise...
1: That they were there.
0: At the convention. And they said it was quite eventful.
1: I opening.
2: <laughs> I would enjoy doing this if if it wasn't too hot inside the Yes, suit. but they don't
1: just dress up, do they, Michelle? They then practice the physical arts dressed yiffing. Up. through
0: yiffing. yiffing. Yes, they So yiff. the dressing up part Do you have to yiff? I don't I think that's just an extra if you'd like to yiff. An extra. Yes.
1: I don't want to be taken by someone dressed as a rabbit.
0: Maybe you want to take a rabbit.
1: Oh, well, you say that? Yeah, okay, I'm game. <laughs> I don't know. Is it uh, a cute rabbit?
0: It, of course. <laughs> it, it depends. You just have to check that's the whole thing. And how am
1: I dressed in this scenario? You've already dressed me up as a woman on tonight's show with makeup and everything else to go and see a drag act. What what in your eyes am I wearing at this moment? A today? duck. A duck costume. <laughs> so I'm a duck. I'm at a conference in Michigan and I'm currently doing a rabbit. This. You know what I am? I can tell you. <laughs> What are you going to do? Panda bear. Panda bear. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I can nice. see that. Yeah, I can see that working. Well, squirrel. Oh, I
0: can be a squirrel? There. Thanks, cuz I am a little nuts. You see? Mm -hmm. See how that works? She sent a few text messages to her son who explained that she was at a convention for furries. And for you people out there that have no idea what a furry is, it's a fetish community Mm -hmm. composed of people who enjoy dressing up in furry animal costumes. And it often involves a sexual component. See,
1: I'm not happy about the duck costume now. I think it would be... (laughs) No, I've now got... I've got webbed feet. I'm going to be falling over. I can't get into the elevator. I'm going to be walking it's around. It's an easy
0: way to get laid.
1: Oh, good one. See? <laughs> <laughs> <Heather>. <laughs> so if I just wore web feet normally and we went to the bar when this show's finished with some web feet, you, that would see me right. When you it do in this-
0: have web feet. No. Just wear some
1: flip-flops. Good for swimming. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wear flip-flops since I lost my toe in a tragic gardening accident. I thought it would be a good idea to cut my toenails with a scythe. Now I can't wear flip-flops. Did you keep it? No, I didn't. I should have Mm. kept it in a matchbox and scared small children at parties.
0: Now, remember, this lady is a retired state patrol officer. So she is going to this. She said, I've seen a lot of humanity in my line of work, but nothing Like this. When she got past the initial shock, though, she wasn't phased, and neither was Link, her little dog. Good
2: boy.
1: He got off three times with a monkey.
0: His eyes got bigger and bigger as we walked through the convention. He's not used to seeing people with tails, so he was very intrigued. I like
1: it. (laughs) He was a little bit on the sniffy side. Mm.
0: Yeah, he actually, she said that he kept sniffing them under their tails (gasps) and kept apologizing. I kept apologizing, but everyone was very nice
1: about it. I bet she took the money though, (laughs) didn't she?
0: Best of all was the fact that in just two days at FurryCon... Um, they raised a whopping $10,000 for pets for vets. So that's something. She actually said the whole experience was actually pretty amazing.
1: That was a bit dark, though, wasn't it? To think to yourself, we want to give money to a nonprofit organization. Let's give it to a dog when they're all dressed up as dogs and doing things.
0: It's not just dogs, it's dogs and deer and rabbits and so it should have stum- been pandas. the
1: Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. It's a little bit odd, isn't it? I find that strange. That's it's like giving it to a, like a farm or something for. That's yeah, what,
2: I mean, I would think it would be more like all animals, but
1: yeah, a I, little bit strange, a little bit bizarre.
2: I am having such a deja vu right now. It's so weird.
1: Really? Yeah. <laughs> so you've been you've been here before, have you? You've yeah. dressed up. You've played the whole part. You've been a back no, end no, of a. No, no, we're just
2: having this exact conversation.
0: You thought You've about a, furries for a while have not you? You had you? a dream.
1: Mm. Do you remember this before Miss Morris? Not really. No, no me, no, it's just me. She's just Michelle. <laughs> just Michelle. <laughs> just Michelle. She should be a tortoise and then she'd have Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't need to be happening. There's nothing furry and cuddly about a tortoise. They're cold-blooded.
2: Yiffing.
1: Yiffing.
0: Oh, I've seen little tortoises doing
1: the whole yiffing thing. Eh.
2: Remember the one with wheels?
1: Eh. Yeah, it was taking on a oh, yeah. eh. sneaker, wasn't it? It was at a train. <laughs> Not a
0: snicker, a sneaker. I don't know the language over a here. A snicker do I? is
1: a candy bar. It wasn't. It was a tennis shoe. Yes. It was getting off with a tennis shoe. As eh. it go? Eh. And what's the gap in between? Eh. And what's it sound like? Eh. <laughs> three days it was at it.
0: <laughs> and we watched it. We watched it
1: for three <laughs> days. The popcorn we got through. Unbelievable. I didn't even bother getting up in the end to use the restroom.
0: Okay. I'd like to
1: say that my next story takes us into a completely different field, but uh, an eight and a half inch hand-carved ivory penis will be up for grabs this weekend.
0: Oh, up for grabs. Thank you.
1: Well, every time I say an innuendo, we'll ring the bell and I get some points. Oh, boy. Up for grabs. Mm. With auctioneers expecting the sale to be a big one.
0: Um.
1: To be honest, I don't want to see it go under the hammer. Uh. The lot, a Victorian carved ivory life-size realistic depicted penis, will be available at Matthew's Auctioneers, and the auction will be hammered out at old Castle in County Meath, Ireland.
0: How hmm. big was it again? It's
1: meat. eight and a half inches. It's pretty impressive. It's What's like it doing th- in meat? thermos meath yeah, a I know. thermos flask it. is that how they say it, is it i didn't know so how you round is Ireland. it i didn't get the girth
0: well that's important
1: there are pictures <laughs> available on facebook
0: <laughs> i'm sorry it is important yes
1: it's pretty impressive okay I'll... it is impressive i will say that the vintage piece of irish erotica enjoyed by victorian women while their men were away building the empire Will be priced between 400 and 700 pounds. It's a thousand dollars, and it's yours. Auctioneers described the phallic antique as a piece of forget-me-not from an old Anglo-Irish military family. The Victorians had needs too, especially while their men were away at war. A spokesperson for Matthews Auctioneers said, "We expect a significant amount of interest in this. It's a piece of erotica." And it's very rare it is large it's got its own zip code by the way Good. one guy walked around to the other end and came back with an accent <laughs> we've never seen anything like this it's extremely rare and it's from the 19th century an elephant gave up his life for this by the way
0: it's ivory
1: yes it is it does look nice. like it's the girth of a tusk if you Ooh. want all the details mm. the ivory member wasn't just knocked out willy-nilly but handcrafted and modelled on a man's own appendage for his loved ones. Well, he was blessed in that case.
0: Mm. This
1: would have come from a previous ancestor, a hunter perhaps, who would have brought back a piece of ivory from hunting elephants. It would have been handed down, and then a later family member would have got it carved into a penis for his wife while he was away at war. Handed down. My grandmother just gave me a tea service. I thought I'd share that with you. This used to be your grandmother's, now it's yours. People might be surprised to see this, but at the end of the day, sex did exist back then as well. This is how we all got here, by the way. If sex didn't exist in Victorian times, we wouldn't be sat here at this very moment. And staff at Matthews are gearing themselves up for a hard sell this weekend. As interest is rising in the event, The auctioneers said this could make a lot of money. It always depends on the day and who shows up. But this could be a big one. Famous historian Holly Fano previously blasted stereotypes that Victorians were prudish and said that period was a key moment in the history of sexuality. She said sex was spoken everywhere in the 19th century in a wide range of contexts, including law, medicine, religion and education. I suspect pornography was invented 10 minutes after the first camera was invented. Probably. Mm -hmm. I suspect the woman, guy walks into the room, woman says, what have you been doing in the shed all day? And what's that under your arm? Man says, shut up and get your clothes off you know pornography was invented 10 minutes after the first camera was developed i'd lay money on that the victorian period is a key moment in the history of sexuality it is in the era in which the modern terminologies we use to structure the ways we think and talk about sexuality were invented words like penis testicles and of course a woman's geneva all good times i've been to geneva Switzerland, wasn't a lot going on. I have to say, Switzerland isn't the best country in the world if you want excitement. Zurich's pretty much an industrial estate. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother?
2: I have disco tits.
1: Of course you do. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> Glitter. I can almost
1: hear the beat. hmm
2: Glitter nipples trend is going to be a big hit this Glitter festival nipples. season. Mm-hmm. Boob bling is the latest craze that fashionistas can't get enough of. Celebrities might be freeing the nipple left, right and centre.
1: You've got one left, right and centre. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I
0: was going to say, I hope it's there. If you don't want
1: me to look at your chest, don't put glitter on it. Fairly basic rules. That's what you
0: say every time we go to the Renaissance Festival.
1: Well, they want you to look. You don't know that. It's like Kojak and his brother wrestling in a pillar case. it is. It's terrible. I've never seen them...
0: (laughs) Constantly walking, you yeah, yeah. You're walking around disgusted. We I can am. Tell.
1: I'm walking around thirsty most of the time. I never <laughs> drink so much. It's unbelievable. Constantly thirsty. I'm walking around. Now. We can't take you anywhere Come on. Oh. quench it. I just.
2: But the fashion industry has spoken, and it has decided that our boobs should be bejeweled,
1: mm, bedazzled boobs. Mm-hmm. I've got mm-hmm. some spray mount or some glitter. We could arrange something there, Michelle.
2: Whether you find the 70s-style disco throwback chic or tacky, there's no denying that the glitter nipple trend is sweeping social media.
1: Chic la freak. Mm-hmm. Bet mm. it's itchy. You'd end up getting that everywhere. Itchy tits. Glitter gets yeah. everywhere.
2: That was a punk band. Itchy
0: tits? Mm-hmm. No, mm. no, that's
1: uh, one of the crew of the uh, Starship Enterprise, isn't it?
0: Mm. Itchy tits? Well, I was thinking they're awfully sensitive. If you get something on them, it'd be yeah. kind of... Irritant, and then you'd have to rub them
1: a lot. I don't like glitter. Full stop. It gets everywhere.
0: Yeah, and then you get caught.
1: I know, and then I have to buy a new shirt on the way home. You walk <laughs> in, why? and it's got the creases in it from where you've taken it out you of know the package.
2: Strippers wear glitter. Yes, I don't they know do. if I can say this, but they call it whore dust. Nice. <laughs> oh yeah, why not?
1: Whore dust. Mm. Great. Yeah.
2: Anyway, hot off the heels of Coachella, which wrapped up yesterday, ladies have been bearing their boobs in all their glory, save for a spot of strategically placed glitter. Whether it's creating skin-tight tops out of sparkling body paint, or decorating your chest with chunky jewels, plenty of women have been experimenting with the eye-catching look.
1: Chesticles. <laughs>
2: The Glitter Nipples craze is the new go-to festival trend for all fashionistas this season since Binks Watson walked down the runway for Yves Saint Laurent flashing hers. Look for all the pictures here for inspiration. Do you think you will be brave enough to give it a try?
1: We're going to need another bottle of glitter.
2: And a lot more glue.
1: Nice. Ooh perfect
2: (laughs) but no remember like a couple weeks ago we had glitter butts yep
0: we've
1: had
2: glitter boobs and beards 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 yeah
1: beards we're running out of things you wouldn't want to put glitter anywhere else would you if a little bit of glitter went down the wrong canal that could be problematic couldn't it
0: i don't want a glitter crack no we don't (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> Glitter taint <laughs> Oh, that's
0: disgusting Do you remember, wait, and I'm talking Wait, I don't even remember what episode This is, do you remember when that Granny vejazzled herself?
1: Wow, that was probably back In the first ten episodes of series One, that's like I, you four might be years right. ago
0: <laughs> That is true, yeah
1: She had some issues as well She had a bit she of did. She had a bit of dirt in her eye, didn't she? A bit she of,
0: bejazzled Herself
2: A lot
1: <laughs> Sequins.
2: Mm-hmm. She yeah. made a real project out of it.
1: Absolutely, it was like a glitter ball in a disco. It was incredible.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> that was bad. Miss <laughs> Morris, you have the final story of the evening.
0: Well, you know, Michelle, how we like to experiment with different types of makeup and yes. how to apply it mm-hmm. correctly. Yes. Right.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. applying it on me.
0: Well, <laughs> I. <laughs> Don't think you wanted to volunteer that information right at this moment because I'm going to tell you the best way to apply it. Do it. The eternal search for the latest cosmetic secret just got a really weird turn. Video of a Florida. Yay, Florida. Florida. Yes. Catala. Woman using her boyfriend's testicles as a beauty blender <laughs> has gone
1: viral. A, a, well, like a some sort of blusher, like a brush.
0: No. I'm your foundation a, in. A, it, that is exactly what it's for. A beauty blender is a little round, poofy type of sponge that you use to dab on and blend in your foundation and
1: so, contour. So why can't you use the brush? I will get to that. Okay.
0: I never in a million years imagined it would get this much attention.
1: Liverpool, Manchester.
0: (laughs) That was that was Jonah Hines. (laughs) Of course it was. uh, Yes, it was. (laughs) Who told the Huffington Post on Monday? It's definitely been one crazy experience. Hines posted the clip on Twitter Saturday. It was reported by BuzzFeed on Monday. And, and it was now, removed on Tuesday. And now we could be looking at gonads in the scrotum. too.
1: Gonads, <laughs> gonads, gonads. It's
2: not my favorite part.
1: It, as a, <laughs> You have a favorite part. What is your a, favorite part? I like this. She's pointing to (laughs) arms, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Shoulders.
2: Where your shoulder meets your neck. There
1: you go. It's very specific. Mm -hmm. You like on a man where the shoulders meet the neck. Oh. Wow. Look, I'm going to show you a little bit now. Look. I know, right? Look. Look at where my shoulders reach my neck. Look.
0: Yeah, your head's still attached. That's amazing. (laughs) As a
1: revolutionary, <laughs> <leap> in- <laughs> she didn't say whether they were alive or dead. She just said she liked where the head meets the neck. Mm-hmm. Well, they're
0: thinking that she's thinking you would be looking at the gonads as a revolutionary leap in makeup application to be honest, <laughs> it works surprisingly well. i I can do your lipstick hopping- for you as well, <laughs> oh. I obviously only did it on my forehead but I didn't even need to fix it after with a regular beauty blender. Hang on, let me do your anything forehead. so it's safe to weigh it works successfully.
1: Hang on, hang on. Here we go. <laughs> no, I'll do yes. your- you leave her alone. <laughs> no, Put on, your listen, blender away. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do your forehead. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> I think that's getting it. Hang put, on
0: Put your beauty blender away.
1: <laughs> I gotta do your eyeliner. Oh still.
2: Don't do my lipstick.
0: <laughs> uh Heinz eighteen told Buzzfeed she got the idea when I wanted Heinz
1: to be fifty seven, by the way.
0: <laughs> when her boyfriend Damon Richards or Damon Dick twenty began placing his boys on her head as a joke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, While she's sleeping or on the bus or? She,
0: No, while she was just sitting there.
1: <laughs> nice. Oh.
0: Who would do that? That's outrageous. <laughs> That's outrageous. I can't believe it. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. <laughs> and she wondered aloud what it would be like to use them <laughs> since they're there anyway. But that
1: now means, of course, that he has no. makeup.
0: Yeah,
2: I his
1: Chesticles, Scrotes. that's right. Yeah,
0: all, yeah, all over his scrotum totes.
1: I don't like the idea. What if
2: it matches?
1: Ooh, blends. You blend stain your underpants on. You? If you've got white knickers on, you're going to have like beige
2: mm-hmm.
1: foundation all over That's all this an stage. easy
0: solution. Just don't wear any. oh See? The rest of the internet is history. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: I just think funny things.
0: What are you thinking? You're thinking of how to imprint freaking you're mushroom stamps. You're thinking
2: of how you're going to do it.
1: I'll sort your mother's makeup. Out. Don't worry about that. Wow.
0: Well, you could do half a face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's it. Laugh it up. Laugh it up. Oh, my
0: God. Now the other side. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: Ah. <laughs> How's that looking? I don't know, you tell me. <laughs> it's looking great. Let me get my cell phone Dude, out.
0: I'm gonna wet myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. Yep, that's blended.
0: Maybe just a little more. <laughs> Oh God! This, <laughs> this video you're contains blusher. <laughs> this video contains footage. Warning, I should say. Footage. Warning, warning. This video contains. Oh, we're past that. <laughs> <laughs> not safe for work. No. Not safe for work. No. <laughs> you can wear it to work, but not safe <laughs> for work.
1: Do you, remember, do you know when you're in a traffic jam and you look around and the woman's doing her makeup in the car next to you? No, year, right?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, anyway, this video contains footage of real testicles being used as a real beauty blender on a real woman's forehead. And once you see it, you can't unsee it. Just remember, <sighs> we told you.
1: So if you go to Macy's or JCPenney's and there's They don't those...
0: apply it at the counter. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who was that man? He just came in. I've never known before. <laughs> He doesn't work here. He doesn't work here. He just wore a white coat and came running through the makeup on aisle. So do you
0: want a soft application or a hard one?
1: You might not have a choice.
2: Depends on the day.
1: I was about to say, well, all good things come to an end. But anyway, let's look at tonight's scores. In last place with the K2 meter and the EVPs with the dead batteries. Myself, I scored six points. But in first place, winning the $33,000 IR camera. It's a draw. You're going to have to share the prize. It's eight points. Well, do you want a tiebreaker question? No. Okay, well, it's eight each then.
0: (laughs) No. How about you have it
1: from Friday through to Monday, and then Michelle can have it from Tuesday through to Friday? How's that? Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time. And I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show and feel free to contact me anytime via our Facebook site. More questions than answers with Adrian Lee. Or you can join my Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips. And remember, we now do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show on SoundCloud that we can't read out on air in around called Not for Your Mother. If you go to soundcloud.com and search for MQTA Radio, everything will be there for you. Remember we now have a site called patreon.com again search for MQTA Radio and all your donations will be gratefully received. My gratitude and greatest thanks are extended to Lorna Hunter, Heather Morris, Chetan Drainer, Michelle Corrie, and all of the International Paranormal Society at inparanormal.net, and all of the show's sponsors, including Martin's Auction Site on Facebook, the Lakes Area Paranormal Interest Group, and MUFON of Minnesota. It just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember, be interested and interesting. Good night.